What is up, guys? This is our podcast. Hello, everybody. We're here with Cole. How's it going, dude? Pretty good. Just chilling. Just chilling. I've been watching this show on Netflix recently called Documentary Now. Oh, I I think I've seen that on there. What is it? It's just um, documentaries? Basically, it's a bunch of parody documentaries. They're like really... just terrible documentaries. That's the whole premise of the show. Oh, it's like it's and, like uh, it's it's mock documentaries. Like it's fake. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, mockumentaries, pretty much. But um, Fred Armisen and Bill Hader are the main people, so they're in every episode. Oh. Every episode. So like, they're always just making fun of other documentaries. Like, there's this one documentary um that I've seen before. And it's called Jiro Dreams of Sushi. Really good documentary, but it's about this guy who's been making sushi for literally 75 years he's like oh, wow. 94 years old and he's still making sushi Damn. but the parody was juan likes rice and chicken and then it was what? just this guy and it was just this guy and all he serves is rice and chicken and then a banana that's cut in half and then it's like it goes through like his preparation of each meal it's so funny they they massage the chicken for an hour and then they shoot it out the cannon uh, they shoot it out of a cannon at a wall before it's ready to be cut into squares and then served. It's so funny. I like the rice, they throw it against a tree and then pick up every individual piece and put it back in this bag. Oh, like it's, a, it's, it's like a tradition thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's just like a joke on how um, complicated it is. It's so funny. I, I just, I don't know. I recommend you watch it though, Carson, honestly. There's um there's like another documentary on Netflix. It's called American Vandal. Have you, have you seen that? I have. You have seen it? Yeah, it's yes. pretty. It's pretty funny. Fascinating. I I, re- I recommend it. Yeah, like the first season's Fast. really good. The second season's like okay. Second like, season was alright. I yeah, think was, they were kind of stretch what they had in the first season too yeah. much. You know, it was it was fun. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things I wish had more seasons on Netflix. There's this one show about um, uh, serial killers, but more specifically, the FBI and. Um, the 70s when they created the uh, serial killer department these two guys were like they got really into um the psychology of like why people kill people yeah so i think it's called mastermind oh um, yeah I've, right now I've, i think i've seen that right now there's two seasons i'm pretty sure oh no it's called mind hunter actually mind oh yeah i've also seen very that, yeah very very good One show mind hunter just like i completely recommend I, I wish they would come out with another season honestly so yeah let's just let's just jump into the stories um do you have any like like traumatic like stories like in your childhood that you're like you that really like stuck with you and like ultimately changed you as a person today like we're going deep dog we're going deep just straight away just straight away like anything anything that was like like it could it, it didn't necessarily have to be like bad or like negative. Yeah. It could have been like a really positive thing. You're like, just I, like a bro like, moment or something. Just like a bro moment. Yeah, yeah, a bro moment. Okay, but like, yeah, no, you get uh, what you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Honestly, no, I don't really. Nothing really comes to mind first. I'll ask you the same question because I kind of want to think about it. Like, I don't, I don't really have any off the top of my head. You know. Yeah. yeah like yeah. so far in my life, knock on wood. You know, I don't have any just absolutely paradigm shifting stories. At oh. least off the top of my head. Okay, I have a story. Um, okay. So, I 
I was like sick at home one day and or I was, I was just at home one day and then this was like, I want to say like in eighth grade, eighth grade. Yeah. Eighth grade. So like a while ago and I was at home, um, but it was a school day. So like Blake was at, Blake was at school, the other host. Um, and I was taking a shower and where the shower is, the shower is right next to Blake's room. So it's touching. So usually when you turn on a shower, it doesn't get hot immediately. So I turned on the shower and then I, ju I just walked into Blake's room and he wasn't even in there because he's obviously at school. And so here's his, he has a desk in his room and this desk has like this little like hole like in engraved into the desk because Blake has this knife that he has and he just kind of like whittles it down and just sort of like he has the knife and like vertically kind of just stabs it and then right, like, okay. yeah, like that. And then I always, I always see him doing it because I just like I'm in his room and I'm just talking to him or whatever. And then I go in this room and I'm just waiting for my shower to um, to, yeah, I guess get hotter. And then so I'm playing with the knife in the hole. And then so it, it's that night. It's like a knife where you like I, pretty much all knives are like this. But it's like, yeah, a knife where you like full. It's like the blade itself is inside the handle. So you have to like pull it back. So that it like extends and like gets fully like horizontal. Do you know what I mean? Like it fully, yeah, if it fully gets like erect and then, yeah, so it, it was, it was, um, the blade was like locked, I guess. And then, so I, I'm, I'm stabbing, I'm stabbing Blake's desk and then I'm, I'm just stabbing it. Nothing's happening. And then the blade folds, like the blade and the handle folds. So I thought it was locked the whole time, but it like, it like, the blade like retracts and like and then like I, I like I drop the knife on the desk and I'm like oh fuck like and then I, I like I feel like it's stinging and I'm like oh god and then so it's uh it's like on the side of my right hand I like look over and then I see this sort of like cut and like the 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 like exact right side of my hand Cole I'm showing you right now I don't know if you can see it right there I actually can see it. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, we're we're on a we're on a video call right now, so he can he can see what. It's pretty brutal. And then, so yeah, I see this cut, and I'm like, oh god. And it's like about what, how how big would you say? Like two inches. Uh, like a yeah, like, a, like the length is like two inches, pretty much. Yeah. Probably, uh, like, if you had to say like where the knuckle is on the outside of your wrist, it's like right there, almost. Pretty much. Mm, yeah. It's like looks it. Yeah, like I, I guess more, more it, it's it's near my yeah it's near my um wrist it's it's right on my wrist yeah. it's above my wrist um, so yeah I cut it and then I I'm looking at it and this part gets really gross so if you want to skip I don't blame you I, I'm looking at the cut and then I I get my two other fingers from my other hands my index <laughs> and my thumb and then I put them to my the cut and then I sort of like push the skin back and then all I see is bone. Like like full like white, and you like, cut yourself uh, to the bone. Like cut to the Sheesh. bone. It was like clean. I was like, what? Like how the, how was that even possible? Dude, you. And then that's when you realized you had to be a chef. What? That's when you realized you had to be a chef. What do you what? What do you say? You decided because you decided how good you were with a knife. Like you just no. How, that's how bad them. I am with a knife. What are you saying? <laughs> no, and then because you just. I cut my I cut myself with the knife and then I'm like holy fuck, I, like I, my heart like sank like you know when you get like scared and you're like oh fuck, like yeah like oh, yeah, I, was, yeah. I was like oh yeah, god, yeah, yeah. and then I'm like 
holy shit. Like, now looking back on it, I was like, what? Like, I was expecting to see, like, veins and stuff and, like, arteries. But, like, it was just, like, meat. And, like, and then it was just bone. Like, all I really saw was bone. Which was really weird to me. Because I thought I was expecting to see veins. But, no. That was really weird. So, then... My mom, coincidentally, was, like, also taking a shower. So I'm, like, I, the shower the shower um, where I was going to take, it would, it's downstairs. Blake in the shower is downstairs. And my mom's room is upstairs because she also has a shower up there. So I'm, like, oh, I cut my hand. So I, I'm, I'm grabbing my hand with my other arm. And then I'm, like, running up the stairs. And as this happens, like, blood is just dripping down onto the floor. And it creates this, like, trail of just like blood across like the floor. And then I'm like, mom, um, I cut my hand open. And then she, she asked me to like sit down on the, on the, on like the toilet just so, cause like she, um, yeah, just, just so like, I'm not like standing and stuff and that like, I don't like pass out or faint cause I'm losing blood. And so I sit on the toilet, I'm getting like, I'm like, oh geez, I'm getting lightheaded. And then yeah, eventually yeah. she drives me to the hospital and then I get stitches and then that was that. So. But the thing I learned from that is, like, I'm very, like, I'm very safe with knives. Like, I get really, like, nervous and anxious when, like, someone is, like, really, like, being, like, stupid with a knife. It just really, like, ah, it just, I don't know. It it stresses me out. And it it puts me on ease because I'm, like, I don't want that. I don't know. I really don't like seeing blood. Like, I'm fine with it. But, like, uh, just, like, I don't know. There's some gross stuff. Like, cutting skin is, like, really gross to me. That's fucking... Oh, jeez. Oh, no, yeah, I hate that. I, I really don't like knives at all, if I'm being completely honest. Those things just are so scary. <laughs> yeah, like, like, even, like, cutting, like, stuff for, like, for like food or, or, like, when I'm cooking. Like, it's just... I'm going, like, really slow and stuff, and I'm, like, making sure my fingers are not there. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's the biggest thing. I mean... It's always scary, like, for chefs, I can imagine. It must just be, I mean, that that's something you have to get past, you know, kind of, yeah. like, that whole preparation stage. But then I was thinking about that, like, I was thinking, not, not just because you just brought it up, but I was thinking about that, um, like, a couple months ago. If you think about it, pretty much every profession has, like, that sort of, like, pain or, like, damage that could inflict. That, that could happen? You. If you do, if you do something wrong, like it, like name me one actors? profession, name me one job. Writers, completely safe. writers, writer, writers, paper cut. Boom. Okay. Or like paper cut. You can get, you can get death someone who's reading, uh, 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 um, like a voice actor, like, or like an audible worker. What, what's the injury there? The, the microphone, like the, or the people that work at home and like do computer jobs and like, People work at home, dude. They're I. They can get docs. And docs? You think they're like live streaming while they're at home? They're like, "What's up, guys? I'm writing this essay." What's up, guys, I'm at home. No, but like, but like, imagine docs. actors like, like, plenty of actors have accidents on. Oh sets. no, yeah. I just saw. I just saw a TikTok of like this. Um, like it was like oh, like actors that like died on set, and it was they were like filming this movie. And the, such a and then there was a was, there was a helicopter that they used in the movie, and I guess like this man was like one of the one of the actors, he like knew that the helicopter was going down, and he like grabs these like two kids, and he's like he's like he, they're in like a pond kind of thing, or like in this like 
sort of like pool kind of area. And he's like, he's like bringing, he's like holding both of them. Like this girl, this little kid and this, this little girl and this little boy. He's like running with them, like in their hand, like in this, like running through water. And he's like, oh God, like this plane is about to crash. And then all you see is just this plane and like, it's like blades like spinning. And then it just goes right on top of like the people, the three people. And I'm like, holy cow. Why would you say, why would you say I'm that? sorry. It's such a messed up thing. But like, it was, it was like, holy cow. That's like. And that a- wasn't fake that was no it was real real. it was like a the helicopter just like crashed in the water and like the guy was just there and it was like just an awful thing it's such a it's such a tragic thing though i mean to think about it like i mean we're even just talking about that right now and it sucks because like those people had families and careers and and the kids were young like they had like well and and, and above all that like they're and above all that they're just people you know like do you think that do you think that society kind of gets desensitized to those sorts of things you know like i wonder if you went to the comments on that tiktok like what do you think most of the comments say like do you think they're really like condolences for the people well it was like a really long time ago so like i don't know i think i think a lot of people just feel like this is really sad they have got better at that i know for for one thing i think it was on ben hur was the movie yeah like tons of horses died Oh they, yeah, they have this sure. one scene where like it's like a coliseum and like tons and tons of horses. Ben, ben, ben Hur is this like Roman and, movie, like set in Rome, so like they use like a lot of horses and stuff, and like very yeah. like gladiator, gladiator. So it was like a lot of death and like. Yeah, like it was just it was terrible. They they killed off like at least fifteen horses. Yeah, I, I don't know the exact numbers, but basically the movie's like super violent. The, as, as far as I know, from that point forward, they've tried to be a lot more like careful in that industry yeah like hollywood but it sucks like yeah do you do you think that movies that do you think they glorify violence or do you think it's do you think that movies are there to serve as that escape from reality and like and kind of show um, what not to do or like what can happen if this happens or something like, I, what think, do you think? I think in general movies can be an escape from reality and i think that's why people watch movies like I think, I think the movies that do the 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 best, or like, and the and the shows as well, just basically all film in general, the ones that do the best are the ones that are so different from our regular reality, and like like look at um look at like Rick and Morty or and like Harry Potter and like any like sci-fi sort type of movie like Star Wars, like that's not like it's so different from our own reality. That's why we like it. It's because it's not, it's, we don't ever experience that. And we're like, this is something new. This is something great. This is something different. This is something I don't experience. Like the human, the human mind, we always want to experience new things and like see cool things that we like, we love not being able to comprehend things. Like the whole, like, like basically like the most asked question is like, is God real? Is there an afterlife? Like we love like, like human nature is just, we love like trying to figure out like the unknown and stuff like that. And I think that pertains to film because I think we just like human nature is just we just love watching stuff that's yeah. not our own reality yeah no. but I think yeah I, I definitely think like like if you look at old films like I take a film history class and we watch like a ton of old like black and white films and um, I did I did some research on one of the films and it was like a so it's called double double indemnity this is really like famous, like a uh, movie, uh, like a really famous old movie. 
and basically the plot is this this real estate agent and like the, his client or and his like client uh he like basically plans to like murder like his like his clients her club his him the real estate agent and his um client plan to murder that client's husband so that they can be together and then they like murder him so that he gets like they get like the insurance money and like they oh, get, yeah. like, they get like banged. setup. yeah it's like the whole setup and stuff like i'm gonna kill you but like the real estate agent's in on it but yeah i was researching okay. that film and basically it was like they didn't know like the like executives like that were gonna make the movie they're like i don't know if we should like do this it's like really violent it's a movie was like that like that malicious and like that like terrible like plot like it's pretty like it's pretty messed up plot if you think about yeah. it but like i guess it would be normal for like our days like it's like a interesting plot that's interesting well, that's it, yeah like, it was just so that's... like yeah it was it would have like never been approved but it did and everyone was just like wow yeah that's like the original bonnie and clyde movie i watched this video about this the other day so bonnie and clyde came out in 1967 and um they say that well I mean, it's an answer recreation. Like, the original Bonnie and Clyde, they weren't around in 1967, obviously. Mm -hmm. But um, it's the story of them. And it was interesting. I watched this video, and I was kind of analyzing that. And they were talking about how Bonnie and Clyde kind of shifted everything that movies were up to that point. Like, and one could argue that there's kind of two sections to, like, movie development. Uh, You could say before Bonnie and Clyde and then after Bonnie and Clyde. And what Bonnie and Clyde did that was so revolutionary was they changed, they added all these new ways of filming movies that were inspired mostly by French directors and also these ways of writing it that were very just speaking in like vignettes and yeah, poems yeah. and very gracefully. Vignette but is what a, they is also a short did, story. Just for anyone who doesn't know. What they also did was like juxtaposed tons of emotions together. Yeah. Um, through certain things which frankly like i i like movies that do that like in in joker you know yeah the, the there's there's movie. like so many there's so many scenes where like you're rooting for joker because yeah. you see how harsh it's been for him, but he also he's like about to go burn a library down or something i mean that didn't happen in the movie yeah. but yeah, you know <laughs> what i mean like yeah he's, he's a, you know he's about to go do something like that's, that's absolutely up, yeah. terrible but you're still rooting so like for instance there's this one scene in bonnie and clyde where like you know, you're laughing because these people are trying to chase Bonnie and Clyde down and this guy like latches onto the window. So if you can imagine the car's driving away and he like jumps up onto the window oh, okay. and he's like He's like being dragged. He's like yeah, being dragged as of, like the car is moving or kind of like he's not he's not pinned into the window but yeah, he's yeah. like grabbing on. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. And and it's like a pretty comedic thing and then and then Clyde just like shoots the guy in the face. Okay. And it was the first time or it was one of the first times that they used like all these effects for blood and the dude just literally dies right there and it was just like at the time it was a really shocking thing but it i mean and that was 1967 that was the first example of that look how many 70s movies and and from then on we're just absolutely bloodshed the like rambo didn't rambo come out in the 70s i'm not sure i don't think i've ever seen that movie First Blood, oh no, just kidding, it came out in 1982, so that was a couple of years later. But like, I get, I don't know, but it that just was, took... That was more like, than a decade later. Yeah. 
No, well, okay, so <laughs> then forget what I was saying. I said, I, I literally just said sorry. No, no, I'm, I'm messing with you. No, but it's interesting. Like, I wonder how that was received and if it's the same message as today. You know, like, is our movies glorifying this sort of thing? Or are mo- do you think that movies are kind of moving away from, like, glorifying action because it's been done so much and killing and all these things? Like, do you, do you think th- it's... Do you think, like, Hollywood's moving away from, like, violence? Is that what you're Not saying? Not necessarily, just, just, like, killing and um, well, death that... and, like, murder. I think... That is I think violence. movies... I think movies are kind of starting to develop their own, like, styles. I, I'm, not, I'm not a critic or anything, and, of course... I, you know, I want to hear other people's opinions on this, but I think just because, like, the there, there's such a better opportunity for people nowadays to get their, any art form that they desire out to the world. Like, yeah. if I'm an artist, a visual yeah. artist, I can just paint something and post it on Instagram. True. If I'm a musician, I can post. put something on SoundCloud, right? Sure. Or Spotify. And, like, that, I mean, that's what we're doing with the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I feel like being somebody with a movie... You know, if I have a movie, if I wrote a movie, there's so many outlets nowadays just to like post it on YouTube get your movie set. produced. Use YouTube, yeah. There's like a ton of like film companies that like specialize in that. They're like, I like keep seeing like ads about like, oh, film your or like get funding for your film and like just send it and then you will get funding. But I'm sure exactly. I'm sure it's like, like a how... scam. Like I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, that's what yeah, that's what but... that's what a lot of like A24 movies. That's like they don't have like a set like. It, a director they like get directors and that are like new and like sort of like unknown and they kind of like spotlight i them. love a24 didn't they make um hereditary was yeah, that one? yeah they made that one hereditary very good oh they also made the lighthouse also just yeah. like that movie's so good i literally that's that's one of my favorite movies speaking of probably. I, I haven't seen the lighthouse but like speaking of like water and like stuff what what's like what's like your worst fear? Cuz like drowning is like I want I want to get on more like 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 personal stories, you know. Like what a okay. like I want to get to know Cole. And I want I want the I want the I want the listeners to get to know Cole in a very sensual way. <laughs> okay. Before you go to that, yeah, um, yeah. I just looked up I just looked up more A24 movies. There's this one called The Death of Dick Long. That's a name. Dick Long? The, the death of Dick Long. That's, yeah, that's the what name. What a hilarious name. Dick <laughs> Long, the death. Okay, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything about the movie. Just go watch it if you want to. It looks pretty funny. No, um, okay, so like a personal story. You got to give me a more, like, no, 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 like, like, what's like, what's like a worst, what's like your worst fear? And like, how, like, how did you like come up with that? Or like, or like, how My did worst- you? Yeah, like, like what, what's like, like maybe like more psychological, more, yeah, more like psychological or like, oh, like you have a fear of like failing or like something like that. Or like maybe a, like a legit physical fear and like, tell me why do you, um, why do you think that? Well, I guess I won't say it as much as a fear, as much as it is my goal. Sure. And I feel like I won't have done a good job if I don't do this, like in my life. So, um... Just kind of, I I just kind of want to prove, in a lot of things I do that like I can do it, you know, and and like that I can do it myself. Yeah, you you want to um, like have ownership of like all like pretty like much everything can, you do. 
so like, it's like I consider myself a good collaborator, you know, and I and I like to work with other people and I like to hang around people. I'm not calling myself an introvert at all, mm-hmm. but there's just a couple things like later. You mean an so ext- you mean an extrovert? Because an extrovert's like the one that's yeah. more. Right. Outgoing. Yeah, I, I consider myself more of a more extroverted. Yeah. I try to talk to people. I love like hang out with people. It's it's obviously it's more fun than being alone. But that's just that's just how I think. Yeah. Um. But my my overall goal, pretty much, I I want to be a professional soccer player. Nice. And it's it's hard, especially so it's hard to be an American to make it pro in soccer because yeah, that's so true. you're not growing up around those kind of things like those kind of sports um you know in europe they it's basically all they have all over there and um they, they have all these youth leagues and all these academies and being an american and being from hawaii mm-hmm. like that's an even that's an even bigger kind of trench to yeah, or like an obstacle to step across obstacle yeah to like step across you know but I'm not gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna let that stop me, you know, and that's, and that's something I need to, that's something I really have wanted to do for a long time. If I had to be honest, I've, I've started taking soccer seriously and sure. considering it a career at 15. So it's been probably mm-hmm. two years. I've gotten better each year, at least by yeah. like half of what I was the previous year, just continuous grinding. But, you know, I know that I'm not, I'm, I'm nowhere ready to, playing Europe yet like that's yeah that's the end goal that's like playing for the the Yankees that's in, that's in like your movie, biggest you know? dream you know no yeah, yeah I just I want to play I want to play my, my biggest goal is to play in the World Cup with with America so the World Cup is the all these nations play for this one cup to figure out who's the best nation yeah every four years so France just won the most recent one my goal France like obviously France yeah, France just won. No, I said France. I, I, oh, I said I, France I, is. Yeah, Fra- oh, yeah, okay. Francis. Oh, okay. Francis. There's just a guy named yeah, Francis. Francis yeah. won. Yeah, he just won. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, just him by himself. He was just no, on the like, soccer field. But, like, obviously winning a World Cup would be, uh, yeah, that'd be absolutely dope. amazing. But that's pretty unrealistic. So my, my goal is to yeah. play in a World Cup with America, just like playing in any one of those games. Sure, sure. And I want to prove that I can do it to my for myself and that I can do it without cheating my way there mm-hmm. or I mean you gotta um, take a little bit of steroids just like a little yeah oh yeah of course no no <laughs> um I no, but like but like I I, I want I want to prove that I can do it and I feel like if I don't if if that that right now is my dream and that yeah. may change you know what right if- now I don't see it changing this is something that I love and that I want to keep doing and I, I, I want to, you know, if I'm going to be on that field, I want to, I want to know that I'm better than everybody else at that position, and that's why I'm there, yeah. you know. And I, and I want to, I want to put the confidence. work in to prove that I, I don't just want to be there because, you know, like oh, here's Cole, we have to put him on the team, or sure. I mean, of course, they won't do that for the higher level things, but like, I feel like if I don't do that for whatever my goal may be, and I don't give it my all, and I'm not there because I earned it. And I earned my spot, you know, and it wasn't given to me from my family or uh, by my peers. Like, I'm not going to turn down opportunities, don't get me wrong. But this, the, the skill set that's required for those type of things, I want to have to earn that myself. And what? that's my, I guess right now my biggest fear is if I don't do that. 
you know? Yeah. And it's kind of, yeah, yeah. What if, that's, that's pretty much. What if you fail? What if you, what if you don't get that? What if you just like, you try so hard and you just, you just miss, you just, you don't, your dreams are just broken. What, what, how do you think like you'll recover? Like, what do you, like you, what if you just never become like this professional? Like, so I'm not trying to be like a downer. I'm just saying like, no, 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 no. I want to get into your like, head. Like, how, how do you think like you'll like, so, so one thing I try to do to kind of balance these emotions, cause I've thought, I've thought a lot about it, you know? Yeah. And obviously there's kids that there's players right now that are more successful than me playing right now in Europe, right? Like there's 17 year olds just absolutely falling out. Sure. Um, just like completely amazing players. Do I think I'm going to be the greatest player of all time? Yes. 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 Yeah. I want to, I want to yeah. keep that in my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously that's something I should achieve, but I, you know, that's not, that's not really the goal I'm setting for myself. I don't think I've spent long enough working on this craft to be able to do that. But that being said, I'm still a couple years away from that, you know, from when my, my times truly expired. Yeah. You know? Like if, my my logical next step, and this is for most American soccer players, is to go to a college in America, you know? Mm-hmm. And then from there, probably like a pro-American team. And then from there, Europe or wherever. Maybe I'm happy at that pro-American team. I don't know. I really cool. don't know how it's going to turn out. But I've thought a lot about this, and I've stressed a lot about it before. But then you have to realize that, you know, some guys don't get there until they're, until whenever, but they just have to keep, keep gassing and keep trying and now they're successful yeah you know and it's just it's just a lot of uh, mentality is a big thing that you have to kind of implement so one thing i like to do um it's kind of just i i like to think about all my scenarios and, and my problems you know like if i'm if i'm just alone by myself i kind of think through every aspect of this problem and then until i arrive at like the best conclusion you know and that kind of drives me crazy sometimes but it helps because you know i can just be a lot more calm and focused when it comes to a lot of things um if i spend the time to kind of think about that and that's something i do for soccer you know and just i need to apply that more to my life and um there's so many things from the game that do apply to life and that's just it's an interesting thing when you really look into it kind of think about that so i don't know Biggest thing, yeah. A lot of um, a lot of Buddhist kind of outlooks too. Like that's a huge one. There's this one quote I read that's like, it says something like, "Don't." Or it says, "You are what you love, not what loves you." You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you I told are, you that one yeah, before, Carson. You are what you love. Wait, say it again. So you you are what you love, not what loves you. So. The way I kind of interpret that is like, you are defined by your passion and your well, yeah, I guess that drive. Because if you're like to, a murderer to, to and you're like, oh, I love murdering, like obviously you're gonna kill people. Well, that's, that's I guess what that's you're in like a by. super like messed up way. But like, yeah. But that's but that's what you're defined by. Like, if I'm a you're gonna I'm you're a, gonna surround your things with things you love, not with things you like. Do. If if I'm a skateboarder, you know. And then I love skateboarding, but I just so happen to be like, also, as you say it, a serial killer. Sure. Like, obviously. You're going to become a serial killer that loves skateboarding. 
No, wait. Actually, that has nothing to do with the subject of what I'm just saying. Okay. Basically, it's like don't let don't let other people's opinions kind of get in the way. So like, and and it helps me a lot too for kind of like. Uh, social I feel drama. like that conclusion made no sense to what the quote well, was. Okay, but basically, like like you know, if there's like a girl, if there's a girl, and I think she she like isn't into me, which is okay. like a lot of girls. <laughs> no, dude. Every single. But one. like, no, but like, but like for instance, say say there's a girl that's like you know what. Cold, like you're, you're, you're so super hot. ugly. Da, 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 like you're, like okay, wait. I yeah, really don't like let, you. Let, let, let me read that. Like, like I would never date you like a thousand years. You know, I'm not gonna let that define me. Like it, it's I am who I want to be. Let, let's play out this scenario. Me. Like I'll pretend like I'm the girl, and then you're cold, and then tell me what you think. Like you would say, or like how you believe. Okay, all right. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So we're improvising this. We're we're improvising this. All right. Okay, wait, 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 so, okay, scene. Scene, scene one. Oh, wait, 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 okay, 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 so I work at the concession stand at school, I don't know how many of you know about this, okay, so I'm working at the concession stand. And I'll watch, I'm, I'm, I'm a girl, I'm an attractive young girl, not young, not like, okay. this is not well, pedophilic, yeah. okay. like, uh, Cole's age. Legally aged girl. Okay, and I, I'll, I'll walk up to Cole. Hey, Cole, how are you doing? Hi, what, what can I get you today? Oh, well, I'll have... Your number. Okay. Oh my god, this is so cringe. You know what? We're gonna still do it. Okay, it's fine. Wait, we're still doing it. We're still doing it, but it's 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 super cringe on my part. Um, I really don't know what to say at this point. Like, pretty hey, much every girl is my number. Oh. No, I think you're cute. You want to go on a date? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, I have no idea where we were going with that. That was so dumb. You know what? Let's just no, cut this well, part. This was stupid. Well, see, 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 but that's the thing. Like, well, I mean, you can leave that in. Like, that's the thing. That was so like, dumb. I, I really haven't thought too deeply into those kind of scenarios because I really don't care. You know? I wait, mean, what? obviously. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Like, what are you saying? Wait, what, those, what, what so scenarios? Those, like, those types of scenarios, like, if someone. If someone like likes me, I used to think a lot into these kind of things, like, like short middle school vibes. I know what you mean. I would have, I would have with people, and like da da da, and you know the way people think about me. Like this one girl once told me she was like, you know what, Cole? I think a lot more people would like you if you cut your hair shorter. Huh. So I was like, eh. so I just kept growing it out, you know. Like I was, but I remember thinking about that for like a week or two, and I was like, so out of spite. Geez. Yeah, no, well, just I was like really, I was like really sad. I was like, oh my god. Will more people like me if I if I cut my hair? <laughs> and then like you know, I mean that 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 like that impacted me for a while. But now, you know, if I hear those things, I'm just I'd rather choose just to not let them affect me, you know. And it goes it goes to a certain point, like if someone's like, Cole, your conduct around me is really inappropriate, like I don't like when you do that. Someone like, someone's told extent. you that before? No, 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 no one's told me okay, that before, good. thank God. But like, but like, if I was, if I was not, like, not to your face, jerk, at least not to your face. No, like, well, like it goes to a certain extent. Like, like if I loved burning down libraries or something, God damn, I burned down a library. I mean, and then, somebody, and then somebody, and then somebody was like, and somebody was like, cool. Why? Like, we don't really, we don't like you burning down libraries. We don't do and that. I was like, and I was like, you know what? I don't really care. Like it goes to a certain extent, obviously. I, I think that's like a much extreme 
I, I think people get the point. That's, I think Cole, Cole, I think you're just bringing it to like a, a really like insane no, extreme. I wanted to bring it back to the. I, I think I think I think you could have just said, "Don't care. You don't have to care what people say, or don't." You no, I don't. I don't. But but, but I want to clarify that I want to clarify that it only goes as far as like when it affects me. Like I don't care about people, but if someone were to tell me something I'm doing is like harming them, like it's of physical or emotional harm to them, sure. obviously I'm going to stop doing. It goes to a certain extent, you know? I don't know. I try and look at it like if someone, like, insults me or, like, if I'm, like, offended in any way, I kind of just, like, I don't really get offended. I kind of just, like, run with it and sort of, like, play it off as, like, a joke or whatever. And then, I I, I mean, I try not to let it affect me. Like, I, I don't really get affected by anything. That sounds really dark. But what I mean is, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I think I think I just realized one day that, like, everyone is, like, so flawed and like what like yeah like or, or like just like everyone is just flawed like no one is perfect like and and i think like once you see that in people like once you see like certain things about people and you're like oh wow like this person i thought was like this great person but they're actually like they kind of suck like i don't know it, it kind of puts you into puts you it, i don't know it pushes you into perspective yeah it puts you into perspective and then you're like oh wow like people are just flawed like I always I, I, find... it, it doesn't matter anymore like it Everyone's... Yeah, I always find a helpful thing for that, and you do this really well too. Especially, it's kind of like when you make—well, not you specifically, but like you know—I also try to do this. Like, you make if you make situations funny or like enjoyable. Sure. Oh, so I'm not it just, funny. It makes it, oh, I see how it is. <laughs> it just oh, makes I it see. like so I much. See. It just yeah, makes it so much easier to like process these types of things, you know, and do this thing. Like, I remember. Um, yeah, I don't really have any examples that come to mind, but like, you know, in certain scenarios, yeah, if something's like awkward and you make it into a joke, it's like- I do that all the time. I love doing I, I that. Think, I think that, that that not only takes the stress away, but like it kind of pokes fun at whatever the person was saying, like if they're trying to be serious. Like my brother often will tell me things. He's like, <laughs> we'll be like in an argument or something and sure. then I start like, I start like waving my hair, my hands like he does or like, like flapping them up and down, you know, just joking around. And then we end up just kind of joking most of the time, you know, mm -hmm. and that's always like a good way to kind of resolve conflict. I feel like that's a really good way to do that. you know. And also I feel like it's a good way to learn. Like, um, have you ever seen drunk history? Yeah, I know what that is. So it's like all these drunk people pretty much tell history tales. And I find that like, I learn a lot from that. And I figure like, Maybe it's just because there's a more kind of personal connection whenever you're making a joke with somebody. But I feel like whenever there's a teacher that I can like, or that makes jokes or like is a funny person. Yeah. Or that makes me laugh every once in a while. I feel, like, I feel like it's so much easier to learn from that person, you know? Like our math teacher. I'm not going to say his name, but like, oh, you know, oh our math yeah, teacher. him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's super yeah, funny. Like hilarious guy. And Super I feel like fun. I've gotten so much better at math being under him. Yeah. I I agree. Just, like just having just, a having a teacher that like you care about, like ultimately like you're just gonna do like so much better in that class. And like agree. Most of my teachers like I I do have good relationships with and like they're pretty fun. But like I, I just noticed that like just classes that I like just if I just don't like the teacher I'm like I don't care. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah, and that's such a thing to like you know to make jokes about people you really need to like know the person you know yep. so it really shows like yeah i mean obviously your closest friends are gonna make like the best jokes about you you know yeah or 
about the scenarios that you find yourself in. And whenever teachers do that, like I always find that so funny. Sometimes teachers will like roast me, you know? And sometimes obviously they'll make like, a they'll make a joke where it's like, oh like there's like there's like there's like and that's why your mom had an abortion and then it's like yeah, whoa it's like, what okay. it's like did you just say that about Kevin's mom what the fuck dude <laughs> just like, it's like Kevin's crying right now no that's never happened no, but, but that'd be but so like, funny but like I always find it so funny whenever teachers do that just because it's like. It shows that they like took the time to listen to whatever you were saying. Yeah, it's it, they care, and it's like a more chill environment. It's a much more friendlier relationship. And I and I feel like that's just an interesting thing that a lot of teachers don't really take into account. Like if I ever become a teacher, and I try to do this too when I coach, like I coach my ASO soccer team, my local thing for for younger kids, and I and I often find that like when I'm much more personable and like friendlier with them. They, yeah. I get so much more production out of it. Yeah, it's no it's it, right. instant. So, yeah, it's awesome. All right. Well, I think we are out of time, Cole. All right. I believe so. All right. Uh, thank you, listeners, or as I should say, listener or other hosts, because I know that's the only people that will be listening to our podcast. Um, thank you. Um, Cole, do you want to say <laughs> anything? Right. Do you want to say anything? Uh, as we depart um no just peace love and uh okay thank you <laughs> bye, all guys. right bye guys bye